0: Hey, no name-calling here. Just differing opinions going head-to-head. With CounterPoint. Here's Alex Pearson on Global News
1: Radio. 820 here on a Monday. My favorite parts of the show. We get a little civilization going here. I get people around me. And who do I have tonight? Oh, it's Andy Stinton.
0: I am civilized. <laughs> I'm sorry about Michael. He's not with us tonight.
1: Yeah, no, <laughs> no, he's not. Uh, but Andy Stinton is small businessman, and he will be up against someone who will put you in your place. Uh, Peter Sherman, <laughs> who, of course, you can hear on. Global News Radio, 640 Toronto, former uh, Conservative MPP. Hello there, Peter.
2: At any hour of the night and day, good evening. It's (laughs) great to be with you and Andy. And I noticed that uh, the intro to this particular segment says there's no name calling. I'm on with Stinton and there's no name calling. I know. What fun is that? Let's I know. that that little promo I know. I should redo
1: that one because we do sometimes get, uh, I've threatened threatened you a few times at least.
0: You threatened to take me out in the parking lot (laughs) and run me over one time. (laughs)
1: Well, you know, he probably deserved it. Um, Let's start with this one. Justin Trudeau hosting the Japanese president over the uh, weekend. Um, And not once, but twice, refers to uh, his guest as, well, China. Take a listen.
0: What a real pleasure it is to welcome uh, Prime Minister Shinzo Abe uh, to Ottawa for the second time, uh, to Canada for the second time in a year, to Ottawa uh, for the first time uh, of this mandate, uh, on the occasion of uh, 90 years of of, uh, diplomatic relations between Canada and China, uh, uh, Canada and Japan.
1: Yep. Oops. Anyway, the uh, prime minister of Japan um, was gracious about it. And didn't say much. It's not the first gaffe. It's not the second gaffe, not the 20th gaffe. But it is a steady diet of these comments made uh, you know, for international visits that kind of get openly mocked around uh, the world. I mean, the Prime Minister was openly mocked on The Simpsons episode last night. Um, I'll start with you, Andy, because I'm nice like that. But um, does he have the charm to kind of bring his honeymoon stage back, or do we just expect this of him at this point?
0: I, I, I don't know. You expect it of him. The rest of us go, just go... He made a mistake. He missaid, miss- said something, mispronounced something. We've all had mind not mispronouncing.
1: Blips. It's not like they're not. No, friends. We've
0: all had mind, mind blips. And, he, he, you know, I could call you Denise and, and not Alex. But and, I'm not
1: running the country.
0: But they're human beings. I mean, every politician, Harper, Chrétien, Doug Ford is famous for his gaffes. Do we have nothing better to do than hang around and go, oh, look, he made us, you know, a, a little misstep with his mouth. Is that, that what it's all about now? That's, that's what it's come down to?
1: Well, when, uh, Peter, I won't be as forgiving because when, when, when the leader of Japan comes into this country and is specifically here to meet with our prime minister asking for more support to fight and, and defend themselves against China, I would expect at least Least the prime minister to get the country right. I uh uh
2: uh yeah uh, <laughs> I, I do think that uh uh it's it's uh incumbent uh uh I'm sorry I had to do it. I mean this is this is a pattern and uh I expect more from a prime minister. Do we all make mistakes? I agree with Andy. We all make mistakes. I do it all the time. I'm the two of you do it and I, I don't. and we and
1: yeah I'm just can't okay. just. I remember yeah, in 1984, you once you up. made
2: a mistake. Yeah. Uh, and anyway, <laughs> made a mistake
1: to, waking up this morning.
2: <laughs> the point is that, uh, that Trudeau makes a lot of mistakes, and he makes a lot of promises, and uh, he doesn't fulfill them, and we're going to get a chance to vote on that come this October. I don't think we're going to vote against him because he um, misspoke and said China instead of Japan, although one would expect that when you have an honored guest, and and honor counts for a lot with Asian people, and m- none more notably than Japan. Japanese you go out of your way to make sure that you speak well and say the words that you mean as opposed to having to back up and say the right Uh, country (laughs) you know I'll I'll tell you something else Um, Japan is an Asian country and China is an Asian country and uh, so is Malaysia and uh, all of these people have particular facial characteristics and some um, North Americans think they're roughly the same They're not. No. So uh, you you don't confuse Chinese and Japanese people. And and it's incumbent on our prime minister, notably in a country like Canada, as diverse as we celebrate it to be, uh, the prime minister's got to say Japan when he means Japan.
1: Oh. Let's um, let's uh, let's yeah, tackle yeah. the Re- next one. Really? Yes, come, really.
0: Somebody somebody misspeaks and you guys want to go into a deep analysis Twice, of it with
1: the man on oh, the stage. wow, come that's on. really terrible. Well, this
2: is the same guy who promised uh, a deficit of one size and has pretty well tripled it. He's the guy who promised to be uh, even-handed between men and women because it's 2015, back when he formed the cabinet. He's the guy who talked about truth and reconciliation. This is a guy that's uh,
1: offended every nation, Australia, yeah. India. I mean, China has got people in captivity. I mean, so this you know is what? like, sorry, but I don't him any but, breaks but anymore. But
0: we'll find out in October whether, how the, the, the public feels about this.
1: Well, we kind of got an idea yesterday because Justin Trudeau was uh, sandbagging in Ottawa and he got an earful from a protest, not even a protester, someone who was there uh, waiting to get sandbags to help uh, a neighbor's home from being uh, flooded. Now, I get it. Politicians go to crisis. That's fine. Um, Prime ministers don't really, I don't think they should go. They got a lot of um, detail and security that tend to bog things down. But take a listen to to the confrontation between Mr. Trudeau and this man who was irritated that he had and the rest of the people had to wait for a photo op so they could get sandbags.
2: I volunteered, but I was in a truck for an hour waiting while you were here with a photo op. I have the the most insincere thing I've ever seen. I'm sorry, sir. That's That's unfriendly and unneighborly today. We're here to help. Thank you.
1: Uh, Look, uh, the prime minister had a right to be there, Peter. They do these things. But when the photo op gets in the way of actual you know, business. Because if this wasn't a photo op, then Mr. Trudeau would have stayed there the whole day in sandbag. But he went there for 15 minutes, didn't break a sweat. He was very clean. Um, for me, there's no value when political leaders go to these things for anything but a photo op. I think it's stupid. I'll
2: tell you a, a little story. Back when uh, the fires were burning out of control, what was it, about two years ago in Fort, Fort McMurray, yeah. uh, I talked to a friend of mine in Alberta, and um, this particular friend is fairly liberal and i think we know what i fairly am and uh and i said where's the prime minister showing the flag and uh she said, we don't need the Prime Minister. We need everybody, all hands on deck putting out these fires, and if he wants to come and visit when things are better in three days, that's cool. And I took her at face value, and so in this particular case, I think it might have been better if he'd waited, on the one hand. On the other hand, I see a value in showing the flag and being supportive as long as you're not interrupting really important work. So he filled a few sandbags. I don't think he changed whether one single home was going to be flooded or not, and I'm the first to criticize Trudeau, but I don't criticize him for this.
1: Well, I do in in the sense that, you know, he could have just uh, said, sir, I get it, you're tired, but, um, you know, yada, yada, yada. But he goes and lectures him, you're not being neighborly. The guy doesn't have to be neighborly. He's trying to save a house.
0: Rocking a hard place.
1: Yes, I get it. Damned if he does, damned if he doesn't. And the other
0: thing I'll give him credit for, and I sit in the middle, I'm the squishy middle, is that... Had he walked away and I hate ignored, to break
1: it to you, you're not the squishy middle. You're I am a squishy middle. There's, there's, <laughs> there's many women squishy. will tell
0: you I'm a squishy mm-hmm. middle. <laughs> okay, well, that's a different show. Um, he was going to walk away. If he had walked away, you guys would have been saying on this air, on the air right now, saying, how rude was he? He yeah. should have talked to him. You're he right, turned, Andy. I wouldn't, right. because he's already I'm made right. an
1: appearance last week in Quebec. He doesn't need to go to but every single day. he turned thing. around
0: and faced the guy, yeah. and he discussed it And with then him. gave him a
1: lecture that he wasn't being
0: neighborly. I, I, I know. So his, his, his French is a first yeah. language, and maybe he didn't use the the exact right words according to the Pearson oh, Dictionary. On. And, and the right. other thing is, three independent sources turned around and said, his entourage was not holding up any traffic. I
1: get it, but what's the value of posing for pictures when people are trying to get sandbags? It, it was
0: round the corner. Mm-hmm. It does concern him because at the end, thanks to Mr. Ford... We've had flood protection cut by fifty percent. So we're going to go, and eventually they're going to be looking for federal money. Wouldn't it be nice if the prime minister, be he Green Party, NDP, Conservative, or Liberal, had some facts and at least had some understanding of the situation? Well, they can get that. That would be nice. Well, they have those
1: tools very much. I mean, there, there's the water. You can see it on every TV around. He doesn't look. I'm saying the prime minister is damned. If he does, damned if he doesn't. That's why he's got to be very careful about balancing it. And when it came to Fort Mac, and this is where I'll leave it, he said he didn't go out there specifically because he didn't want to get in the way. So what's the difference with the floods? Okay?
0: Peter Sherman said I was right, and he's like a god to me.
1: Well, okay. Woo. I get the last word, though, and I'm telling you we got to go to break. So let's take a quick break. We will come back uh, in just a minute because, um, well, Sports Illustrated is doing things differently. Um, will either of these gentlemen be buying the new, I guess, um... What, what, episode oh, the new magazine we'll, we'll talk about that coming up i'm trying to be i'm trying to be very careful with my words here on point on global news radio
0: you're listening to on point with alex pearson on global news radio
1: 834 here on a monday great to have you here with us we got andy stinton and peter sherman
0: we were he exchanging was... recipes when we were off the air.
1: always always
0: that's you all
2: think... we do peter do you have any good recipes I have all kinds of good recipes. I got a shepherd's pie that'll beat you, you Anglo.
1: Oh, <laughs> shepherd's pie—that's that—that's what—that's what you would come home from school, and your mother would say, "Oh, you're having shepherd's pie for dinner." You'd be like, "Ugh."
0: I go, "Yay!" Ugh. As long as you don't put peas in shepherd's pie. No, no peas. Oh, really? That's good. Okay. No. Really? Okay. No.
1: I like. Who doesn't like peas? What's wrong with peas? I'm I like peas. Just not pie. shepherd's pie. Well, okay, sorry, you're not coming to my house. <laughs> All right, let's talk about a Somali-American supermodel who has now become the first Muslim model to appear on the cover of Sports Illustrated wearing a burkini. Uh, Halima Aden is on the name, is the name, and she's uh, featured on the front page of the annual Sexy Swimsuit uh, issue. And uh, her whole body's covered in the burkini, except her face, hands, and feet. You're going to buy this edition there, uh, Andy.
0: I kind of don't see the point of this. The swimsuit edition is about... You kind of don't see the point of this? ...naked flesh or semi-naked flesh. And this isn't naked or semi-naked flesh. So why would I be buying it? Not that I've ever bought it. You understand that?
1: Right. So we're all tiptoeing around the elephant in the room Here is No... I mean, Peter, the whole purpose of swimsuit edition is to buy the least clad supermodel on the cover who is there for one reason and one reason only. Even I Uh, look at her...
2: I Look, at! It. I have lots of friends who like Sports Illustrated for what it publishes, which is stories on sports. And they like Sports Illustrated when the swimsuit edition comes out. And I have never bought the magazine, ever, not once. And I guess I've seen a photo or two of the swimsuits because they're always featured as, oh, this is the week that they're doing, etc. I don't care. However, uh, I looked at the, these pictures because I knew we were going to talk about this tonight. And uh, here's this quite nice-looking woman, wearing a bikini. What's a bikini? It covers her entire body. There's no swimsuit there. It's and about as sexy as a pair of wet socks, yeah, is what so you're if trying you to go say. Well, she's
1: a very beautiful woman. That's yes. what the, but the this is not what the, the, the issue is for. The issue is for hot, sexy... Nearly naked women to be, well, no, but that's what that's what the magazine is there for. I know. It so we're, are pointless. we changing that?
0: I don't. I don't believe that Peter has never seen this. He said he's never bought a copy. His right. friends
2: have given him them. No, I said I've seen it. I've se- I, because every year Andy, when this thing is published. Uh, all of the mainstream media publish the cover and, and say this is the week that Sports Illustrated. It is doing like the
1: most swimsuit, coveted. If yeah. you're if you're a sports model or if you're a supermodel, it's the most coveted uh, fashion uh, but ma- mag- cover that you can get.
2: I always
0: get back to the fact that what genius thought this up? A swimsuit edition with no skin. I mean, well, we, but, but, but it's <laughs> the same this as Gillette and me. Nike.
1: I mean, to me, this is they're trying to get in on on what they think is is. Well, they're virtue signaling.
2: (laughs) Yeah, they're virtue signaling, and they're saying that it's okay to wear a burkini, and that's something that uh, a certain segment of the Islamic population has adopted, and nobody has any problem with that, except you're not selling what the magazine purports to sell. That's <laughs> Exactly.
0: All. I mean, there's not a big market for NFL games in that part of the world.
1: Right. All right. Uh, a global news investigation. This actually surprises me, but the global news has been looking into, you know, our recycling industry and just how much of our recycling actually ends up in Recycled state, or it's ending up in our landfills, and a majority of it is now ending up in our our landfills because our best customers—China, India, Vietnam—they don't want our plastics. They simply do not want what we have, and we, uh, Peter, as you well know, we don't have the facilities to sort and process these recyclables, so it's going into the landfills.
2: Then why are we doing it? Well,
1: exactly. Why are okay, we paying carbon I, I mean, taxes? I have this... Why are we Why are we doing any of this if this is what we're getting?
2: I have this blue box, as do we all, mm-hmm. and uh, we call it recycling, and we have a, a gray box and a green box, and we put different things in different boxes, right? And, and the plastics go into the blue box, and we have an expectation, because in in terms of our taxes, we're paying for this, uh, that expectation is... These are going to be recycled. Underscore that word. Recycled. In other words, it's going to be made into something else. I've been to a place up in Vaughn. I don't know if it's still there, but this was back in my political days, uh, that wanted to support the fact that they bought most of the recycled pellets that were made out of yeah. old milk containers and uh, antifreeze containers and what have you. Uh, and they turned them into pellets, and those pellets went into extrusion machines, and out the other end popped uh, those pieces of furniture that we all have in our backyards that look Look like wicker, but are made of plastic. Mm-hmm. I thought that was wonderful. If we're doing that, that's great. If we're not doing it and we're putting it in landfill, it's pointless. And if that's the case, let's let's take a step back and say, what do we need to do? Well, if that's the case, though, we, no. Bit. But if
1: that's the case, then we have been absolutely scammed. I mean, yes. we are literally being scammed here because we pay a lot of taxes. We expect our municipalities, we expect the province and the feds. If they're going to do this program, Andy, then it better be working the way it is, and it clearly hasn't been for some time. And we have a prime minister trying to get us to. To accept a new tax. We've got all these people in charge trying to wag their finger about all the pollution we have to pay for, and all these targets we've got to meet. It's all a big scam.
0: It's a total scam. What, what surprised me the other day? We were going to do another subject similar to this, so I started looking up. Uh, my ex brother-in-law started signing these wheat germ plates, which you know what wheat germ plates. Well, half so half the what pow- happens population is population will
1: be allergic to them.
0: flush you to come up with that. Just but saying. they're organic; they dissolve. Uh-huh. Okay. Right. And so I went and looked on 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 a website, and there are these eco-friendly dissolve after six months into the soil. We need to change our thinking and mandate that these kind of plastics that we obviously have been scammed on and not being recycled we need to turn around the ontario government the the federal government and say no this is a no no we need to use these recycled yeah, but the
1: thing is if, if global hadn't done the looking and certainly the governments know that this has been going on because they they see our landfills filling up so we are being lied to by the politicians and we're being scammed by the industry itself but
2: we keep being told alex yes, and, I know. and you, you know that we're we're roughly at 60% and we're kind of stalled there uh, and we have to get make it go higher. And this puts the light of that. So I want to know, number one, what's the truth? Mm-hmm. And number two, what's the solution? A solution is, I, I thought of the same thing as Andy did. There are biodegradables. There are yep. edibles. Yep. Uh, and, and if you can't do that, uh, gee, when I was a kid, my mom used to put two glass milk bottles out uh, at night. And in the morning, there'd yep. be two full ones yep. there. And that worked fine. Or the
0: bi- diapers, I think this or is going to lead to a whole new kind of world war. Was it Philippines the other day that said yep. they declare war if yeah. we don't get our garbage back? Well, no, I just so would like, like our feud-
1: progressive of politicians to start stop blowing it out their rear end and in, actually In the just, future, there'll be yeah.
0: Tesla planes that go bomb other countries with the garbage. That's <laughs> yeah. that's the future.
1: Um, meanwhile, um, and all, this kind of is married to this topic, that, you know, there was straws that they were talking about now... You know, the traditional releasing of balloons at weddings, birthdays, memorials soon may get deflated by lawmakers in more than half a dozen states. I saw this headline because it was recently my little boy's birthday. And if, I don't know if you have, either of you have been into those party stores where you go mm-hmm. buy balloons and stuff. It is a, it is nothing but an environmental catastrophe. There's so much. <laughs> the whole store is disposable plastic. I'm like, I said to the girl blowing up the balloons, how is this not like an eco-like Disaster. Inferno, but I think long time. I mean, if environmentalists really care about this, this would be a good place to start because the birds get caught up in those balloons. Yeah, sure they do. I mean, this
0: is the whole thing. We have to rethink our policies in this and just ban this stuff. I mean, that's simply it. Now, Peter, because he was a clever politician at one time, will say there's a lot of hurdles to go to get to that point.
2: No, I don't think I would. I think, I think it's, it's easy enough to decide you're going to ban them. You're going to go up against forces on the other side. Uh, if you talk about things like recycling, you're going to, you're going to hear from the uh, Canadian Plastics Industry Association. They're going to tell you what you should be doing, but we know we're not doing. Uh, if, it, if you get to the issue of party favors and balloons, I would refer anybody who's listening, uh, and I think many people already have, to a video that you can find if you go into YouTube, and it's uh, of a sea turtle. It mm-hmm. has a straw mm-hmm. stuck through its yeah. its yeah. gullet. And so it's in, in other words, children's
1: birthday parties are nothing but a biohazard uh, cull to all Essentially. Nature. So yeah.
2: why do we need these damn balloons released because uh, little Mikey is two? It's just, uh, it's nonsense. <laughs> there you go. Now you've offended all the
0: Mikeys in the audience, <laughs> Peter. Oh, I have one,
1: so there all right. you go. I have to go, guys. I thank you very much for joining me. Thank Andy sure. Stinton and Peter Sherman joining me on Point on Global News Radio.